Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Fireball with Ashley Mayfield. Before we dive in, make sure you go grab your phone, share this on all your social medias, and of course, tag me because I always love to repost. Now, buckle up and brace for impact. Welcome back. I am super excited for today's show. It is not only another exciting content created by me, but it is my 50th episode. And this is really cool uh, because it did not always start off rainbows and butterflies. This is actually my second round of the podcast. I started it almost two years ago and then threw in the towel and then came back last year. And so today I want to talk about Are you being too optimistic, okay? I think sometimes we can get this false sense of reality when we show up to situations and we're too optimistic. Now, I know, like, everything you say in the world, there's someone who's thriving on the opposite side of the spectrum, right? Someone says, wake up at 5 a.m. It's the only way you can be successful. Well, that's not true. There's a lot of successful people that wake up at 11 a.m., Uh, I'm going to tell you on why I don't think you should be too optimistic. And someone's going to say, oh, no, everyone should be optimistic. It's incredible. So there's always going to be this, like, dichotomy. Okay, so keep that in mind. I think sometimes whenever we're listening to people, we immediately take what they say as truth, as belief, as what it is that we need to do, instead of filtering it through a lens of, does this apply to me? Is this applicable to me? So today when I talk about are you being too optimistic, okay, it's not that optimism is wrong. I've shared many times on here. I share many times on my platform. I'm like somewhere between, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm definitely not pessimistic, but I, I'm just like, I'm so strong realism. I have lots of faith. I have vision. I have belief. I have confidence. I struggle with all those things as well, but I am very much a realist and I'm not someone that even as I coach hundreds and thousands of women and lead large platforms, I'm not saying approach life from this pie in the sky uh, place. I genuinely think you need to be able to call things as they are. So, uh, my podcast, this, this, uh, you know, whether you're watching by way of YouTube, television, listening to the podcast, um, this did not come out of sheer optimism. This did not come out of, Hey, we should do this. No, it actually came out of frustration. It came out of, you know, what would it look like if I was able to reach people in a different aspect? How many of you guys know the word algorithm is like a super hot topic nowadays? It's like super buzzword, right? And unfortunately for small business owners, for people that are want to grow or people that want to market um, or sell content or product or whatever, The algorithm is genuinely working against us, right? They want us to pay for ads. They want us to do this, that, and the other. Social media has changed so much. And so over the last few years, as social media changed, it was like, how can I show up in a way that is going to effectively reach people? And not only that, but how can I put my content out there? How can I step out there, be unapologetically me, like I've talked to you guys about, step into my truth and give my value to the world in a way that it's easy to be able to go through and collect. We know that Facebook, social media, it's not really like evergreen. It's not really cohesive in a way where you can go and find all videos in one location. And at that time, two years ago, I was only doing Facebook lives. That was the way that I was getting my message out. And, you know, through talking with Jason, he had to tell me like, cause I kept getting frustrated and he's like, well, people can't go and find your content easily. It's not like you need to get on YouTube. You need to be doing a podcast. You need to be doing all these things. But that didn't come out of like, 
being too optimistic. That didn't come out of, oh, it'll just work itself out. Have you ever met someone that said that? Whether that was about like, you know, a situation in your life, whether that was about a relationship, maybe that was like a problem in your marriage, like it's all going to work out. It's all going to be fine. No, Sally, maybe it's, sorry, Sally. No, it's uh, maybe it's not going to be okay. Maybe we need to be able to like call a spade a spade. And now that's my truth. That might not be your truth. You might be someone that like thrives and being super optimistic. Cool. Do you think boo boo? Like, I'm glad that works out for you. That doesn't work out for me. I don't want this false sense of reality. I don't want to live where I know that if we were just to make a shift or we were to make a pivot, that things could look drastically different. The outcome could be drastically different or we could cross our finish line so much more effectively, so much more efficiently because we're actually willing to call the situation as it is. I I, I love that documentary of Michael Jordan. I've been sharing it so much because I just got finished watching it for the sixth time. Uh, The Last Dance, Netflix, you need to go watch it. Never knew how much I love Michael Jordan. I am definitely going to watch it six more times, 12 more times, whatever. I'm obsessed with it. So he, he references in there how he looks at situations and he is very optimistic. He is very, it's going to work itself out. That is not, which most people are not like that. Okay. And the reason I'm saying that is he is a different breed. He is not looking at the situation saying, oh, the situation is just going to work itself out. And like, I don't have to worry about anything. His, uh, when he says that, the premise of his optimism is in himself because he has shown himself time and time again that he knows how to be disciplined. He knows how to follow through on his commitments. He knows how to be a man of his word, right? And every time he showed up to the court, every time he showed up to practice, he gave 110%. And guess what? Because of the action, because of him, uh, you know, um, making sure that he's growing at optimal levels, because he's doing everything in his power, his faith, his mindset says it's going to work itself out. I'm going to show up and do the most that I can do. And I trust that the rest will work itself out. I think that is a fantastic way to look at optimism. Like, hey, uh, if and he said it very clearly. He was driven by the dark side. He created stories in his head in order to succeed, okay? It wasn't that he uh, was void of any other emotion. And I think sometimes in our society right now, They have to, uh, we have to present ourselves in a way where we're always happy or it's always going to work out. No, like I think there's so many other emotions that can be driven. When I was talking with Jason about this, um, he brought up the phrase that no good thing ever comes from uh, being frustrated. No good thing ever, you know, people say, oh, no good things ever comes from being frustrated. Uh, I call, I call cap. Is that what the kids are saying nowadays? I call cap on that. Listen, Gen Z, I love you, but no, we're going to put you in a corner for a little bit, okay? Um... (laughs) I call garbage on that. I genuinely do because I think so many good things can come from frustration. There is a whole breed of people and not everybody. There's a whole breed of us that we thrive under the condition of our back being against the wall. We thrive in a condition where we have to make a decision. We thrive where it's fight or flight, sink or swim, live or die, right? We thrive under those conditions. And I think about all the changes that I've made in my life. I am a person that it didn't come out of optimism. It didn't just come out of like me sitting back saying, oh, it's eventually going to work itself out. Oh, customers are eventually going to come to me. Oh, people wanting to be coached are eventually going to come to me. Oh, people are just going to stumble upon my platform. No, it wasn't out of this optimism. It was out of frustration. And through my frustration, I was able to get creative and show up in myself. I had faith that God was going to meet the rest. There's a lot of things that I don't have control over, right? 
There's a lot of things you don't have control over in your life. That's where our faith comes in. That is where the optimism comes in. But we cannot have optimism when it comes to uh, just our own work ethic. We can't sit back and say, oh, it's all going to eventually work itself out. Like, no, baby, maybe you need to put legs to those prayers, okay? Like, maybe you got to jump in the game, like, tag, put me in, coach, okay? It's time for me to actually do some work. Now, that could be a variety of different uh, realms in your life. It doesn't just have to look like in business or with, with a work ethic. Whatever area you are wanting to change in your life, sitting back and just wishing, hoping, or praying that it would change and not taking any action, that is a behavior that is going to hurt you. It's going to cost you something. Change always costs people something, right? Michael Jordan uh, even talked about that. In the midst of all of his, his optimism that he had, um, what he did, it costed him. He couldn't just walk outside. He was stuck in a hotel watching TV, um, doing interview after interview where he uh, openly said uh, no one would want his life, right? That he doesn't even know he wanted his life at some point, right? Um, Not in a suicidal thing if you'd ever watched that. Okay, that's not what he meant. But um, the amount of responsibility that he felt, right? A lot of that came out of not being optimistic, but him being true to who he is and putting himself in the game. So I think that, you know, the biggest part of frustration for me and Jason in our life that we were able to see, it wasn't a situation where we were being too optimistic. It was out of sheer frustration is when we had our debt payoff. Uh, we had tried for years to pay off debt. We had uh, gotten to the point where we paid off all of our credit cards, paid off our cars. We only had student loans. We did a big celebratory thing whenever we did that. We went out and bought two flat screen TVs like we had actually accomplished a whole lot, right? And then we found ourselves back in like $30,000 in credit card debt, not even six months later. Like, tell me this is ridiculous, right? And a lot, so we we were on this yo-yo of doing it, not doing it, doing it, not doing it. And honestly, it's because at some point we showed up half-hearted. We showed up and half-butted it. And we were kind of too optimistic. Like, oh, we're just going to pay payments. It'll eventually all pay itself off. No, that that's actually not how it works. That behavior is actually not going to suit you very well to cross your finish line, no matter what that finish line is. You actually like need to put in effort. You need to put in work. You need to make sure that you've got a game plan that is not only like cohesive, but that is effective, right? And the thing that actually got me to want to like go all in with our debt payoff was the amount of money that we were making was more than I was making as a retail manager. It was like two to three times as much, but our credit cards were maxed out. And Jason would get really frustrated with me that I was spending two, $300 a month on sushi. So that's why this uh, blowed out, uh, blown out photo, I know it's kind of hard to see this black thing hanging on my wall. Jason made that for me whenever we paid off debt. It says, do it for the sushi. Because out of that frustration of me not being able to have a sushi budget, that's all I wanted out of that frustration. That is what kind of like influenced me, manipulated me, lured me into wanting to pay off debt, right? And so sometimes we're avoiding these feelings. We're avoiding like maybe you're put in a position where you feel like you're supposed to be happy or you're supposed to be grateful or you're supposed to be like, I'm not supposed to feel doubtful. I'm not supposed to feel sad. I'm not supposed to feel frustrated. No, sometimes you walk through those valleys and how many of you know, like, valleys actually produce the most growth, right? Like, the irony of it. The the time in our lives where we feel so frustrated, we feel like throwing in the towel, we feel like nothing good is coming from it, we feel alone and isolated, is actually the season that God typically uses to build the most uh, growth in our lives or to produce the most, right? 
And so um, there, I, there are like dozens of examples that I can give on how frustration actually allowed me to cross my finish line and not being too optimistic. And so I think the value of appreciating other emotions is going to be so beneficial to you. It doesn't mean we live there, right? It doesn't mean we live there. It doesn't mean that um, it uh, being frustrated or being sad or being angry or being disappointed, that's not our value and that's not our worth. But sometimes the creativity that can stem from that, sometimes the energy that can be produced from your back being against the wall. In fact, I know a lot of women that thrive when, or that don't thrive, excuse me, when things are actually working out for them. They're like, well, is the ball just going to drop? What's happening? But they thrive really well when their back is against the wall, when they feel the pressure, when they feel the responsibility. That's like when they work their best. And so don't void yourself of other emotions. If you're someone that constantly feels like you have to be happy, I'm not telling you to do the anti, I'm not telling you to live in a world of depression. I'm not, te- I'm not telling you to entertain those thoughts, but I am telling you, like we all have different emotions for a reason and valuing all of your emotions, understanding that that's, they're not your worth and they're not your identity and they're not your value, but valuing the emotion, there's so much good that can come from it. I think about a lot of mental toughness people. They're constantly saying how they're, uh, they thrive by the dark side, by people counting them out and discrediting them and all of that stuff, right? They're not sitting back being too optimistic, like twiddling their thumbs behind a desk saying, oh, everything's going to work out. No, in fact, quite the opposite. They're going out and they, they know everything's going to work out and they have a confidence there because it's not something they're saying, it's something they're doing. Being optimistic is a choice. It's not a mindset for them, right? Just the same way as it was with Michael Jordan. He didn't just sit back and he had this optimistic mindset. No, he was optimistic because that's who he was, because he made things happen. And you have the ability to make things happen too, right? And so um, the second thing that I think that being too um, optimistic and the behavior of optimism and pie in the sky and everything's going to work out and, oh, it's all so great, right, Um, is I think that we have this false sense that like, It's in the bag. I have a lot of people who uh, just coaching them right now through online business in different capacities. Um, They'll say a phrase like, oh, well, it's all in God's timing. You know, I know it's all in God's timing. And nine times out of 10, I genuinely feel like that's an excuse they're giving. And it's an excuse to justify their uh, laziness. It's an excuse to um, put it on the back burner and just like pretend that it's going to magically work out. Maybe it's just something that they say to help them sleep better at night because they know they're not giving the effort or they know they're not doing the work that they should. Right. And so being able to sit back and have this thinking that it's already in the bag, that is so detrimental to you. One thing that my husband said years ago to me is you don't have it until you have it. And a lot of times we want to assume what the result is going to be just when we're rounding third and coming home, you like you didn't hit that home run and get all them points until you cross that base, right? And so there is part where being too just allowing it to be just a mindset is going to be detrimental for you. How do you and I love this. I saw this like meme quote whatever online. Uh, you know, it's all in God's timing. How do you know that God doesn't want to do it right now, but you're being lazy, 
right? And again, this message, there's going to be some people that are like, oh my gosh, you're saying being optimistic is bad. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying there is a population of people who sit back and they say these phrases or they think these thoughts and they think it's just eventually going to work itself out. And they actually don't realize that maybe something on the inside of them needs to be tweaked. Something on the inside of them needs to shift. Maybe they need to stop saying they're going all in. Maybe they need to stop saying it's going to work out this time. Maybe they need to stop saying it's all in God's timing. And they actually need to say, hey, I really don't know why it's working out, right? I I really don't know why it's working out. I keep saying it's going to work out, but it's not working out so far. And it's been like three months. Can I have help as to see a bird's eye view as to why it's not working out? Like that would be a better alternative, right? So all in all, if you are a person where you're finding your optimism is getting out of control, start pulling it back. Start calling situations for what they are. Start brainstorming. Start journaling. Start writing things down. Like, hey, this is where I want to go. And that's the beautiful thing about being such a realist person. I have the ability to sit back and say, okay, this is where I want to go. Like, I'm excited for this mountain. This is the next thing I'm chasing. This is the next thing I'm going to accomplish. And I know I can because of my track record. I know I can because of the belief that I have in myself. I I, I stay true to my commitments, right? I, I am a person that fulfills my commitments. And so I can say, this is where we're going, but how am I starting? And I've got to be really clear about who I am now because the process from here to there is what matters most, right? It's the person that I'm becoming along the way. And I can't start my process just with this pie in the sky. Oh, it'll all work itself out eventually. Having no plan, having no direction, not being able to say what needs tweaked, what needs worked. It's not being negative. It's not complaining. It's just being real. And honestly, I believe it's setting yourself up for success. I know that this year can be the best year of your life if you choose, but are you setting yourself up for success? Are you being too optimistic or are you willing to say, hey, let's look at the facts as they are with the confidence knowing we're going to head in that direction. And when you start doing that, when I started doing that, so many things shifted in your life. I played so small for so long because I just thought that maybe someone would save me one day. I thought that maybe I would get lucky. Getting getting rich financially in your mindset, in your spirit, whatever that, you know, that word means so many different things. It is not a luck. It is very, very, very intentional. And so how are you going to be intentional? How are you going to be real intentional? Take that extreme ownership ownership, look yourself in the mirror and be willing to say, I got some things to work out. I'm enough. I'm worthy. I'm capable, but I got some things to work out. And so I'm going to do that. So that was my homework for you guys today. That is my challenge for you today is to go have that conversation with yourself in the mirror. Look at that bird's eye view, know where you want to go, but be real about where you're at right now. And along the way, don't be too optimistic. Embrace the frustration, embrace the doubt, embrace the fear, because all of it, if you're walking through it, it's the only way through it. You can't go around, you can't dig a hole. You got to just bust right through it. I promise it's going to produce so much growth. So I love you guys. As always, make sure you tag me on social media. I'd love to know who's watching and I'm rooting for you guys. I believe in you and I know you have what it takes. So go live your best life. Talk to you guys soon. Bye friends.